I believe that love is all around us. Love is everything and everywhere. I am love. You are love. We are all love. In our divinity, in our soul, in the truest and simplest form of our being, we are pure, unconditional love. Love is the answer to everything. Every week in this podcast, we're talking to incredible and beautiful people who will be sharing their insights and perspectives to help you find more peace, to help you come from a place of love more often, to help encourage you to be kinder to yourself and others, to help you create more happiness in your life, to help you feel more oneness with others, and to help you connect to your higher self. My name is Justin Court. Together, we will help shift the collective consciousness of the planet to be more loving, kind, peaceful, happy, empathetic, understanding, and accepting. This can only be achieved together. It starts with each and every one of us. We are one, and it's time we start acting that way. I am so, so grateful that you're here. I love you, I support you, and I'm here for you. Let's together create more love in this world. Let's do this. Today's guest is April Gulati. She's the founder of the Maji Movement, a nonprofit which is providing access to clean water for families living in rural Tanzania with a focus on education, sustainability, and community empowerment. 100% of the proceeds will be leveraged to build biosand water filters, providing communities in Tanzania with sustainable and long-term access to clean drinking water. They are also educating community members on how to properly build, install, and maintain biosand filters while also deepening their understanding of the importance of clean water on one's overall health. To fulfill their mission, the Maji Movement are connecting villages in Tanzania with schools based in the U.S. by bringing the discussion of the global water crisis into the classroom setting. All of this info and how to donate is available online at www dot the maji movement dot org that's spelt t-h-e-m-a-j-i-m-o-v-e-m-e-n-t dot org april galati thank you so much for being uh on, on the podcast i appreciate you of course i'm so happy to be here Yes, I, I I mean I get really excited about pretty much every episode, um, but this is definitely one where April is doing something phenomenal in the world, and I have some insight uh, on what she's doing. But I'm really excited, uh, along with everyone else, to learn <laughs> more about what she is doing um, in her life right now and the changes that she is making. It is super cool. Um, and then April. If you can just give people just a, a quick understanding of your organization, your movement, uh, and what that is about. Yep, absolutely. So 
Um, it's called the Maji movement and Maji means water in Swahili. It's one of the official languages spoken in Tanzania. Um, and it's uh, sort of a two part mission for our nonprofit organization. The first is to provide families in Tanzania that don't have access to clean drinking water um, with filters so that they do have access to, to clean drinking water for, for many, many years to come. Um, the second part is what makes us pretty unique. Um, and that part is getting elementary schools, middle schools and high schools in the United States to support families over in Tanzania. Um, we allow them the opportunity to fundraise, to, um, to raise money for filters for families. But more importantly, we also give them this um, opportunity to learn about global awareness and making a difference in the world and impacting others across the entire, entire globe. Um, and just giving this, them, them this amazing opportunity to really, really see um, what a small um, effort they can make to make a monumental difference in somebody else's life. Um, so, so, yeah. Yeah, so great. You're teaching people <laughs> what they can do in life through kindness and love to make a monstrous change for other people. Exactly, exactly. And I, I feel like, you know, if you start that at a, at a young age, it really impacts kids um, differently. Um, and who knows what it could lead to later on in life. Absolutely. It's like you're starting them off on the right path, on that right mindset. Like you're giving them the mindset of of this idea and of this perspective to want to give and to want to help people and to be able exactly. to, right? And to instill that at a younger age is huge, right? They're not going to have to yeah. learn this later after they've been programmed, 100%. right? All these other beliefs, you're just, no, but yeah. I'm a believer in like, if you, you never, you never know um, what life you'll be born into. And I feel like we are so blessed to be born into this life. Mm -hmm. um, but who knows in our next, next life, we might be born in Tanzania in a remote village where we don't have clean drinking water and we have to walk miles to go get it. So I just think when you can give, give and, and what goes around it comes around and, and just spread that love yes so real what goes around comes around and listen if you were in that situation in that village without clean water the one thing that you would want was for people who were privileged and who had the ability to help you to actually help you right i feel like yeah. that's all that that you would want is is help yeah. from people who have the ability to provide and it's such a it's such a little amount of effort on our part to change somebody else's life um, for for such a long time to come. So um, I think, like I said, just giving giving children and people and families the opportunity to do just that is is everything. It's so beautiful. And giving is everything. Giving is so much better than receiving. And when you can give, you're literally giving people like the gift of life. You're giving them water. I mean, yeah. It's a basic human right mm -hmm. that not most of the world, much of the world does not have. And we are fortunate to have. Um, and, you know, I, I don't think at a young age, I realized this. Um, I had my colon spring water in my backpack every single day when I went to school. I didn't think twice about it. I took a 15 minute shower. I, I probably did the laundry way too much. Mm -hmm. I, you know, all those things that you don't think about. Um, but it wasn't until I, I really saw it, um, in front of my eyes that I was, I was forever changed and it made me want to do something about it. So, um, it really sometimes takes that much. Um, but if you're given the opportunity, um, you know, if I was, if I was taught this at a young age, when I was in third, fourth, fifth grade, I think, I think it would have stood out to me then. Right. Right. Who knows how much, it's just how much different things could be if we were taught these certain things younger in life. And yeah. Love, yeah. Love that you're doing that. So cool. Yeah. Wow. And April, tell us the Maji movement. 
please tell us what inspired that. How did uh, how yeah. did this come up, and how did you get to where you are right now? Absolutely. So, um, so when I was in college, I went to University of Delaware. I all my friends were going on these amazing study abroad trips, and they were so expensive, and I could not afford them. Um, and I learned about this organization called MedLife. And I decided to check it out. I got really, really involved. And it was this um, organization that gave kids the opportunity in um, college to go on one week or two week mission trips um, so that they can work with doctors and nurses um, to provide um, impoverished communities with access to free healthcare. So I did a couple trips when I was in college. I got really, really involved. Um, and I think that's sort of, you know, I was always interested in traveling. I was um, always in the, on the um, pre-health, pre-med track. So this was the perfect fit for me and it was affordable. So I did a couple trips. Um, and then I, uh, sort of led the club at university of Delaware and the, uh, staff at MedLife offered me a one year long internship after graduating to work with them. Um, and I would be living uh, with a stipend in Lima, Peru. So I decided to take it. So I moved out to Lima, Peru um, for uh, almost a year after graduating from college. Um, and that is when things really sort of took off. When I was there, um, we had lots of amazing, amazing discussions um, about, you know, all sort of sorts of like public health issues and, and global awareness and, and just some really like empowering conversations. Um, and I think as a group, um, all of the interns, we became really increasingly aware of the global water crisis. Um, and then it just sort of, you know, my mind took off and I became really, really passionate about this. And I couldn't wrap my head around the idea that people don't have water to drink. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's just unbelievable, unbelievable. I could not believe it. So I decided to do something about it. And I started fundraising. And in the end, I ended up raising um, about $4,000, $5,000. And it was just through emailing people and, you know, informing them about what I was doing. And it was a very intimate fundraiser friends, family. Um, and somebody said, why don't you reach out to your, your elementary school? And I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll see. I emailed the principal, principal emailed me back. We'd love to do this. And sure enough, within a month or two, uh, they donated $2,000. So almost like half of everything. Mm -hmm. So I went to Tanzania and I was there for about two months. Um, MedLife had some work they were doing in Tanzania. So that's where the connection was. Mm -hmm. So I went there for about two months. And I installed 30 water filtration systems um, that I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly researched. And they're called biosand filters. Um, and it just, it went so well. Um, so, so that's how I ended up there. Um, and the families there loved the filters. Um, it was very, very uh, successful, the, the project. It was more success successful than I, than I expected. Um, and it went really well. So I came back from my trip and I went to the United States actually um, on my way back to Lima. And I went to my elementary school and my intention was just to stop in and say, thank you so much for donating. And when I got there, Justin, I was totally, totally shocked. The entire school had made it their global awareness project for the entire year. All the kids knew who I was. They had pictures around the school. Um, the principal asked if I could pop into the classrooms and, and speak to the kids because they really wanted to meet me and hear more about the families there and see some pictures. Uh, so long story short, I, I did just that. And I had these like seven, eight, nine, 10 year olds asking questions that I could not even believe they, they could think of. Mm -hmm. They were really profound and impressive questions. Um, and, and that is when the idea was sparked. Um, so that was about five years ago, four or five years ago. Um, and since then, 
I have done a lot with my life. Um, and it was only uh, this past January. I think COVID was also a little bit of a push um, that I got the courage and the time and the everything to, to sort of dig up my notes of all the ideas I've had about this nonprofit I've wanted to start for years. Mm -hmm. um, and I finally did it. Wow. So right there, really quickly, one of the good things that came out of COVID, listen, right? COVID has been devastating, but there have been great things that came out of it. And I'm always trying to find and seek out the good and the positive that's happening. And there's, there's, there's some, some good there. there I have to say there's, there is awful. Um, I can speak firsthand. I'm a physician associate and I worked through the pandemic on the COVID unit. Mm. Um, my primary field is obstetrics, but I did do that on the side um, at the peak of it. Um, so yeah, I saw it firsthand. It was a really awful, awful, terrible time. Wow. Um, but there's certainly good that came from it. I, I, I know that for sure. Friendships um, are strengthened. Family bonds are tightened. Um, I think that people had a second to, to, to dial it down, um, to reflect, to have a lot more self-awareness and inner yeah. peace. And I think, I think, I think there was a lot of good. There was, and that's a great example too. The movement, the, uh, the Maji movement coming out of that is, is really, really inspirational yeah. and awesome. Yeah. And I love how the story of how it started too. I love that you you know, took a shot and, and just reached out to people that you knew and people loved and supported you in, in your mission and what you were doing. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. It went so, so, so well. Yeah. And then your school, your elementary school stepping up too. And it's a really beautiful thing, April, that you went back to the school just to give thanks, right? You you yeah. realized what they had, exactly. yeah, what they had done for you. And you're just being a good person. And you went back to, <laughs> to give thanks. That was like the could do yes exactly <laughs> but, and it was of course it was very special to see my my old principal and my old vice principal some teachers i hadn't seen in a long time so it was really really something special so cool and then out of that out of just like your good heart and going back it, it seems like that was one of the things that really really sparked it because you saw how engaged the kids were and how meaningful yep. it was for them yep yeah it totally resonated with me for sure and and you know i think that when I was in the classroom, I couldn't help but see myself when I was in third grade, wow. fourth grade. And I was just sitting there and I was like, you know what? I still remember my second grade project. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even anything. I think it was like a cookbook or something. Um, but just imagine if this is the project that I had when I was in second grade. And, you know, a lot of times when I, I give presentations about the Maji movement to various classrooms and teachers, um, and, and students, I get the same question almost every time. And it's, how did you, how'd you do this? Mm. How did it start? Like, how, how did you figure it out? How, and, you know, I, I think that anyone could do it. And I think that just being in that classroom and seeing those children and seeing that I was once in their shoes, you know, people can, can do anything. And if it's something that they're passionate about, and maybe that idea sparked when not they're in second, third, fourth grade, who knows the uh, potential you can unlock in someone. Seriously. And just the idea, which is so true, that we can do anything. And yeah. Literally, anything is possible. If you have, if you're passionate about it, if you want it to manifest and come into this physical reality, you were able to do anything. And yeah. It, yeah and it's amazing that you are an example of, of being able to do that oh. and achieve that, especially for something that is so good and something that this world needs more of. It's really Thank special. Thank you. I appreciate that. Of yeah. Course. 
All right. And then just the, the Maji movement. Let's just talk about to just kind of where we're at in the process, where people, how people can yep. help and be a part of it. Um, but then just first, before we do that too, I know that you had mentioned that you had launched in, in January. Uh, yeah. So just talk a little bit about the launch, you know, the first initial that launch, and then what is happening now during the month of June. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, um, you know, really January was when I started filing the paperwork and getting the gears going and reaching out to my closest friends. And, um, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't random people I was reaching out to. It was really, really very well thought out. It was people from all walks of life that I felt could really make this with me. Um, because the truth is, is that I might have had this idea, um, but none of it, none of it would be possible without the team that I have. Wow. Um, so they are the most amazing. I, I just can't go on enough about them. They're incredible. Um, but yeah, so January was when sort of the idea started manifesting and, and really coming to life. Um, and then we had our big uh, launch in March, mid-March. Um, and we set a goal to raise $10,000 in two to four weeks. That was our, that was our range. We raised it in one day. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is and, insane. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. Was, wow. It was incredible, Justin. It was actually, um, you know, I, I ended up doing it. Uh, we had to do it in mid-March anyway. And my, my, bar my birthday was on March 19th. So I said, you know what? Um, you know, everyone does these, these like fun Facebook donation campaigns where they're like, Oh, for my birthday, I'm fundraising, uh, this for this cause. And I was like, you know what? I, this would be so touching and, and very per personal and special to me. If I, if I launched this, um, you know, my baby on my birthday. So, um, so we did just that. And I remember I was sitting with all my friends. Um, we had, we had gone out to, to dinner and it was like 10, 10 30 at night. And I got the text from our financial, um, uh, volunteer and he said, we, we did it. And I just started crying. I was like, Oh my God, how? Um, so yes, wow. the launch camp. Wow. <laughs> Wild. So just um, first off, March. wow. You're like, you're wow. Like you're, you're, <laughs> really doing it i just i wow i love how nicely that came together uh for yeah. you guys it's just it's really amazing to see people doing something that is so courageous and helpful and vulnerable and just good for our consciousness and good for this world and our culture and society and, and it, there's just so much good in it and i just i love that that good came right back to you that you guys oh it came flooding flooding in justin i was i was overwhelmed as an understatement it was it was a lot of love that day um hmm. it was a lot of love it was good yep wow. um, sorry i i got off track with your question so so the launch campaign um yes that is uh sort of the day that it all all started. Um, and the launch campaign was to help us cover all of the startup costs. And essentially, I mean, I know it's a, a nonprofit, but it really is a business. Um, and there's lots of, of administrative costs that go into it, you know, filing the paperwork, all the little things, like even the website or your Zoom account, like there's yep. many little things that, that add up. And um, we, we needed the funds to just get us off the ground. It wasn't that much, but we needed it. Um, so everything we were able to get for the launch campaign covered so much. It covered all of our admin costs. It covered all of those expenses I just told you about. It covered um, a two-week training workshop for 
five of our technicians that we are employing in Tanzania, who I am so proud to say are locals from the villages that we will be working in. So we gave them jobs and for two weeks, they went to a uh, biosand filter training workshop. Um, we gave them housing and food and everything and they are now um, filter experts um, and they're gonna be producing, manufacturing, installing our filters. Wow. Um, also covered the cost to build our very own uh, filter facility in Tanzania. So we are, um, the Maja Movement is our, our very own uh, manufacturers, producers of these filters for a extremely uh, long, uh, I'm sorry, vast region in the surrounding area. Um, so it, it covered the cost to build that. I mean, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. So it covered a lot. Um, and since then, everything we've been fundraising for is going towards uh, uh, biosand filters. So um, for only 80 to $100, depending on, um, you know, uh, transportation and whatnot. It covers the cost of one filter for a family up to eight to 10 people for 20 to 30 years. Um, so it's not much. I mean, I spend that much when I go out to dinner. <laughs> Seriously. Oh my gosh. It's like, if we can have that awareness and just re redirect some of the money that we spend on things that we don't even need, right? Instead of going out yeah. to dinner that night, cook or yeah, maybe order in or just Maybe cook is that then you can take more of that money and redirect <laughs> it. But I love it. it. It's really having that thought to. And I, and I understand like everyone doesn't have this and I don't have this a lot of the time either. But it's like conversations like this, which will help bring people's awareness to what's happening in the world, to understanding that everyone doesn't have it as good as you or me or everyone yep. else listening right now. And um, exactly. yeah, to, to think first, how can I help, you know, instead of what 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 is in it for me right now? Or what can I do for me? Instead of thinking, yeah. yeah, how can I help? And what can I do? And, and, you know, making these little sacrifices in order to, you know, put that money for a good cause and to help people yeah. that really, really, really need it. I know it's, I mean, it is really, really crazy when you think about it. Like I, you buy a pair of shoes for, for 80 bucks, you buy, you go out to dinner and you spend a hundred bucks and, and you think about it like that. And then it's like, but you can also, for that same price, give an entire family clean water for up to 30 years. I mean, like, <laughs> oh. you like step back, you're like, oh, wait. <laughs> oh, my God. When you say it that way, just so direct, it is mind blowing. And it's, yeah. Wow. It's... And you know, you don't have to, many people don't even have to sacrifice the, the nice pair of shoes or something. Like, yeah. you could probably both. Seriously. Wow. Wow. When you really say it that plainly, I'm like, it's really just very eye opening to yeah. kind of how inexpensive it can be in order to make a massive impact for somebody or yeah. a village. Um, mm -hmm. And then if you can just share with people too, how can they donate? Where can they donate? Um, oh yeah, yeah of course. I know that you would, I saw on the site that there were amazing classes that you're offering yeah. for oh, people. Yeah, so we're doing a yeah. really cool event. So, um, you know, our fundraising committee, uh, they are awesome and they have some really brilliant ideas. Um, so it was actually Lee and you, you know, Lee, we just chatted about it yeah. and she had this great idea. She was like, oh, you know, just to my, my friend, um, she's a fitness instructor. She can have a class and, um, you know, whatever everyone pays, maybe 15, 20 bucks, we can donate to the Maj movement. I'll ask her if she wants to do it. And then it like totally, totally spiraled from there. And it turned into a one month long, so it's the entire month of June, um, Move for Maji, a fitness fundraiser. And we were able to get just from, you know, sharing our name out there and, and reaching out to friends and family, um, 25 fitness instructors who wanted to volunteer an hour of their time 
to do a virtual fitness class, Peloton, yoga, HIIT, um, Pilates, boot camp, Zumba. I mean, there's like everything. And um, so they give a one hour class and uh, you can sign up. It's only $15 and every penny goes to uh, a biosand filter to help families in Tanzania. So we're doing that for the whole month of June. Um, so yeah, if uh, anyone wants to take a virtual fitness class, you're welcome to sign up for, for one or two or however many you want and get your friends to join. Um, so it's the whole month of June. We have a class almost every day. Um, and then of course, other ways you, you're welcome to just um, pop on our website and donate if you'd like. You can also start a campaign of your own if you wanna do that too. Um, but I always like to emphasize to people that whenever people say, how can I help? I think what I try and share as much as I can is that it's not just about the donations. Um, it's so much more than that. And that's why I'm so grateful for this opportunity right now too, Justin, um, really so that I can share with other people, bring awareness, share the Maji movement, get our name out there and, and make a difference. Um, and and um, the second part, which is what we talked about, but how can you make a difference? If you know a teacher or you know someone who's affiliated with a school or a faculty member or anything, um, and they want to bring the Maji movement into their classroom and give their children, their kids, the opportunity to, to do this and get involved, that's how you can help. So that's really like the main, main drive here. Um, just getting the word out to teachers. Nice. So many ways that people can do their part a little bit uh, and just help. And April, you mentioned this before we jumped on the call too, um, or on the podcast, that you said, right, it's not just about money, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not. Yeah. And money's going to help a lot. Obviously, it's going to be able to build and do <laughs> course, all the things yeah. that you need to do. But for people out there who don't have the money to donate, you know, even if it's a dollar, anything will help in any yeah. in any moment. But I, I, I just I love that about you because that is such a huge part of it. But you just seem like such a good, just such like a good person. And um, <laughs> it's it's really nice to see that. And uh, the fact that people can just help literally and like you're conscious, like in have a consciousness shift and yeah. just start to understand this more of what's happening. And that's what this is doing for me. Like, I don't know much at all about the water crisis in the world. And this is bringing the awareness to me. It's helping me shift my consciousness to be more aware of that, to use less water, to help in any yeah. way that I can. Um, so again, without if you don't have money to donate, at least allow these things to now be a part of your life and your understanding Absolutely. so that we can... I think you know how how people say when you like when you wake up early and you you work out or you go to the gym you feel like invigorated and and you get you're more productive or you feel better. Yep. I feel it's that way with helping others mm -hmm. and it's almost like this this I don't I don't even know. Like it's this feeling that you give yourself and you know you you help others and and you you bring other people into your life that share similar values and morals and it just sort of takes off from there. And, and the energy in that circle is, is pretty damn good. Yeah. When you can, um, that was such a good point. When you give the energy that it gives you is unparalleled to anything else. Yeah. And what like a good example of in the morning when you run or do yoga or workout or whatever, it gives you that energy, right? And lifts you up for the day. You want to feel literally, you want to feel that energy, just give, be supportive, show love to people. And that energy yeah. will course through you and you will feel amazing. Yeah. Wow. I just, I just want, and everyone listening right now, if we can all just collectively just be with this for a moment and just really understand 
how people in other countries, villages, don't have what you or I or April may have. And just be with that and just be grateful for what you do have. And then in that, also let there be some sort of compassion or understanding that is coming into you as well for the other people of this planet who don't have it like you have it. We're all one. We're all connected. We should all love each other. So when that person goes without water, when that person is hurt, feel that on yourself. You are also being hurt. When I know that someone doesn't have water, that does, that like hurts me. That allows me to know that like we're in a place on this planet right now where everyone doesn't have clean water. It's like, how is that where we are? As, yeah, yeah, but we are. But we are, right? And then- uh, And it, when you see it and when you feel it and you're surrounded by it, you, you're, it's like, oh shit. Yep. You didn't really realize. And um, I, I think the, the part for me that I, I really want to start emphasizing when, when we have people donate and, and you know, get involved is showing them how, how the families receive this and, and so that they can see it because it's tough. You know, it's, you know, somebody, somebody donates and then, and then what, you know, it's hard yeah. to, to really grasp it and see the difference that you made. Um, and I, I'm trying to bridge that and, and whether it's through videos or pictures or, or anything just to really, really, you know, express that, that connection there. And it's, it's a lot more than just water, you know, it's, it's definitely an aspect of health. That's what everyone thinks of for sure. Um, but there's a lot more to it. Um, there's, um, you know, a, a level of woman empowerment. Um, it is certainly the, the woman and children who go to fetch the water. Um, and there, I mean, I could go on and on about that for 20 minutes. So <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll just touch on it. But um, it's a lot. It's this, this, this cycle of poverty that's really difficult to get out of. Um, it's, you know, a, a, a young girl um, misses days and days of school because she has to go fetch water or she, or a kid gets sick and misses tons of school because he or she has a diarrheal illness and can't get over it. Or, I mean, there's, there's an awful statistic out there. It's one out of five children under the age of five die of a waterborne illness. And that in itself is wow. unacceptable. Um, and, and we can change that. So I think that, um, you know, so, so sorry, back to the, to the, the child who has to go fetch the water and everything misses school. It's a cycle of poverty where because they miss school, they can't complete their schooling, they can't get a job, and then they get stuck in the same village or the same community that they, that they were born and raised in and they can't break it. Um, and it just keeps going and going and going to nobody's fault because what comes first, water or school? Probably water. water. I mean, right, you have to survive in order to go to school. Exactly. And, and it's just, it's very, very sad, the decisions that they're faced with versus the decisions that we're faced with on a daily basis. Yeah. Wow. April, thank you for just literally bringing awareness to the situation of what's going on. <laughs> and like literally painting that picture because the more that you talk and the more you describe about what's actually happening, at least for myself and I'm sure everyone listening, it's making this situation more real for them and, and myself. <laughs> Right. It's not an effort to make anyone feel guilty no, either. Oh, not at all. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I always want to be careful and not, you know, we're so fortunate and, and, you know, we have this and we have that. And, and that's really not, not what it's meant to do. Um, but just like to share and, and, and express how other people live. Honestly, exactly. And it's love, it's always love for everybody. Cause in with what I'm saying right now too, I'm really reflecting it back on myself to be like, wow, 
you know, this is helping me a lot become more aware. This is something I need to look into more and have more of an understanding of. And if that resonates with you, then yes, live your life and do that and look into this more. And if you have a million other things going on in your life, like we all do at times, and this is something that you can't focus on at the moment, it's okay. Just keep this in your conscious mind. Understand that it's there. Maybe come back to it later. But yes, so true. In this, it's not to make in any way, shape, or form make anyone feel bad or guilty for them not contributing or for what they have. It is absolutely right. It is simply bringing the awareness of this happening so that we know what's happening on our planet because anything can be happening at any time. But if we're not aware of it, it's not happening in our reality. It doesn't exist. Exactly. Right. So we just need to know about it. And then from that point in that knowing, we're all free. Decide what you want to do at that point. Do you want to help? Do you want to take a step back? It's whatever you want to do. It's always all love. But yes, April, thank you for at least allowing people to have knowledge about this and more of an understanding of it. Because that is huge. Of course. Yeah. Yes. And for everybody, before me and April hopped on... um, hopped on this we were chatting before and this is something that i am uh, i'm working on and i'm just trying to bring my awareness more too so i in my refrigerator i have like a huge brita thing and uh it happens sometimes where you know i'll go in the i just drink a lot of water i'm like always thirsty i always just want to be hydrated (laughs) and i'm just drinking a lot of water a lot of the time and (laughs) and, uh, i'll go in the refrigerator sometimes to grab water and then the Brita will be empty or I'll get like a half a glass out of it. And everyone, I'll have these moments where it's like, oh, I already filled this up twice today. Like, really? And then, right? And I'm sure there are other people out there who have had the same moment. You know what I mean? And then what's really helped me. What was it? I certainly have had that exact same oh my thought. In my- <laughs> so true. And it's like, well, I got to fill it up again. And in that moment, you know, it's just like a quick ego thought. It's, it's not me. Yeah. It's not who I truly am. It's not my soul. It's my ego. And then I'll have that thought. And then luckily I'm able to just be present, take a step back. And then I'm like, okay, am I really going to complain right now about having to take five steps to get water? Clean water. To get literally, <laughs> no. Right. And it's like, and I'll have that thought and I'm like, I'm complaining about this in this moment when there's other people who don't have water or who literally have to walk miles to get water. So for anyone out there right now who has that moment sometimes, um, I would just recommend to, to try to try that because that helps me. I never want to complain. I never want to be negative. And in those moments where I do that, that awareness um, and that presence helps me realize how good I have it and how it's about too. You know, I think that, I think it's just, giving us a sense of uh, appreciation Mm -hmm. and recognizing things. And, um, it's so, it's so strange because, um, the, the community, um, individuals in Tanzania that I, that I worked with, they are so appreciative of what they have. Mm -hmm. It is, it is. And that's when I take a step back, especially, and I'm like, wow, April, you really got to be more grateful. Um, and it's the little things. It's really, really quite interesting. I love that. Oh, that's so good, right? It's the, a lot of times it is the little things. And what I've just kind of realized in life, it's like a, a lot of the people who have the quote unquote least, because what you have can be so many different things. You may not have anything physical, but you may be in a spiritual or religious place. Um, 
And to me, that's that's everything, right? So you can have all of that and have nothing physical, but it's like, well, who has more and who has less? But, yeah. But it's cool that you, um, yeah, that uh, you know, you you see them and you see the gratitude that they have that we would consider, oh, right? That we would consider yeah. little or nothing here. And what exactly. a, what a perspective shift that must that must be, and so beautiful. They um they I they're they're absolutely wonderful. They I mean uh the, the people in Tanzania I just I connected with them on such a, a deep level. Um I I really left that place and and a, a piece of my heart stayed behind for sure. Mm. Um and I that's another reason why when people say why Tanzania I I it's definitely a, a personal connection as well. Um. And, you know, the other thing that, that the Manju movement focuses on is not just uh, dropping the filters off and collecting donations and then, and then dropping them off and leaving, but we spend, we spend two full days with every community that we work with um, to, to educate the people receiving a filter. Um, we start with waterborne illnesses, what causes the illnesses, how to prevent it, um, why it's making their children sick or them sick, um, you know, good and bad germs, um, everything. Um, and then we move on to the biosand filter, how it functions, how it works, how it's effective, how to clean it, how to, how to, who to reach out to if, if it needs to be repaired for whatever reason, um, to really ensure that sustainability and empower community members. Cause, cause that's really what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. That's the, that's the root cause. And that's, that's public health for you for sure. Wow. I love what you're doing. As we just keep talking, we're just like peeling back the layers more and more. And I feel like you're doing more and more. And you, Thank you, Brian. Wow. I, what an aspect of it too, to be informational and to teach them um, about water and understanding they, it. And, no. And, and to no to, to no fault of their own. I, I remember the first day I got there um, for the project and I said, um, so do you guys have clean water to drink? And they said, yeah. And I thought all of the money I'd fundraised and all my efforts was for nothing. I was like, what do you mean the water is clean? They told me, Justin, that they get a bucket of water from the stream that is incredibly, incredibly dirty. We would, we, it, they should not drink that water. And they wait for the rocks and the debris and the sediment to sink to the bottom and then it's clean. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's well. So it's, so it's interesting. It's not, it's, uh, again, it's no fault of their own. Right. And that's why I, that this is, you know, giving the filters is one piece, but I think educating them um, so that they can be aware of, of what waterborne illnesses are and what is causing their, their children to, to get sick and, you know, unfortunately even die sometimes is um, they're, they're not even aware of actually. And that, that's the most shocking, shocking part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, oh my gosh. Well, thank Thank God for you really helping and teaching and educating. I know, but for real though, because like, wow. Like, I don't know anything about water. You know, I literally just get it out of the sink, put it in the bread and I'm good to go. And it's like, wow, we could all, you know, use a little bit more education on it. And especially. That is, that is certainly my, my uh, amazing team in Tanzania. They definitely deserve the thanks. Uh, Nema and Philbert and our team of uh, our technicians, they are the ones who do the teaching. Um, we have amazing relationships with the communities that we work in um, because it is uh, their very own community members who are starting this. Um, and, you know, there's something different about building trust with someone from your own culture, same religion, mm -hmm. grew up eating the same foods. They speak the same language. 
Um, it's not just like I'm flying to Tanzania and walking into their village and saying, here's some filters. This is what we're doing. Um, it's, it's nothing like that. And I think that's, uh, again, what makes us really, really, really special is that we have a team in Tanzania from there locals who are building that that um trusting relationship with communities yes i have so much love for you you're so humble which is fantastic <laughs> and in this too yes i want to just give everybody who is a part of your organization just so much love because april yes <laughs> thank you i appreciate that i i swear like i i know i said it already but they are absolutely everything it is all volunteer basis um, I, I certainly spend an exponential amount of hours on this, um, but the volunteers who make everything happen, they, they spend hours and, and they're passionate and they do it because they want to. And I have just, I, I'm so blessed. It is some of the most wonderful people in my life, all in one zoom call, all changing the world together, all coming together to do, to do good. Um, and it's pretty, pretty unbelievable. It is. Wow. It's just, you can feel when you, cause we, you talked about them before, um, we have them on the podcast, but I think in talking about them right now, you can feel, it's a really beautiful feeling how appreciative you are and grateful you are of them and how much you respect and love them and understand that this couldn't happen without them yeah. and that they really are everything, you know, and the idea, you know, came from you and it's, it's amazing that you followed through on it and you were able to manifest this and bring this to life. Uh, but again, right. It wouldn't be anything without all these other people who are helping you. So yeah. just tons and tons of love for them and the change that they're making and, and what they're doing. <laughs> I think they know. I tell them, I tell them <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I bet you do. I, get, <laughs> I bet you do. I could tell you just seem like, again, just like such a good, caring, open person. It is just, of course. Thank you. It's invigorating. Uh, it is. Uh, it's empowering to to see someone like you uh, and the energy you're giving this world. So I, I appreciate it a lot. Thank you. Yes, I appreciate it. Of course. So April, talking about um, gratitude a lot. I am a massive fan of gratitude. A, a perspective filled with gratitude will literally change your entire life. It is just one of the most powerful things that I've discovered in this world so far. Um, so I, I don't know if you know, on um, on the Instagram page, I did 365 days of gratitude where I posted in a story one thing I was grateful for every single day. Oh my goodness, I did not know that, but yeah. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah, and it was honestly, it was really special. It was really, um, really cool for me to do that. Uh, and the thing that I got most out of it was how I was able to impact other people and help them think about gratitude more often and uh, just getting really amazing messages from people about how it's helped so much. And really, when you can focus in a moment instead of focusing on the negative, right? Something happens to you. We, you could be super negative about it, which will bring you down. Or you could say, okay, this happened. Now, where can I find gratitude in it? How can I turn this yep. into something positive? And your Absolutely. reality shit changes completely. It does. It really does. And I can just tell you seem like someone who um, practices gratitude and is just very appreciative of, of what you have. Um, Thank you. Of course. You know, it's hard. It's not it's not the easiest thing. Totally. That's why I'm conscious of it and doing, like you said, that, that amazing project, 365 Days of, of Gratitude. And um, there's some really wonderful books out there. 28 Gifts is, is, you know, speaking to me right now. It's a wonderful book that you'd really like. Nice. Um, but it's just about that. And I, I think that it's hard to always be grateful. You know, it gets, it gets a little tiring <laughs> and 
you, you sometimes end up feeling guilty because you'll hold this really deep, deep um, sadness, honestly, um, for all the things that you're grateful for that all the everyone else doesn't have. And I, I think that it's hard. Um, but, but, you know, if you're an empath, which you certainly are, and I am, and many people, I'm sure we, we cross paths with are, um, it could be tough sometimes okay. and it could weigh on you. Um, but I think that there's a fine line and, and it's such a, 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 a tough place sometimes to be. Um, but just like you said, being, being aware, being grateful, staying true, um, being conscious of other, other people's feelings and, and being kind. Totally. Wow. And like, and that's the thing in, in one of the things I want to inspire people in doing it every single day was in hopes that it would cause other people just to think about what they can be grateful for every single day. Because before I had the practice, yeah, I was grateful for things here and there, but like I'd never really thought about it. I never like really focused on it and like lived in the gratitude. And when you can get to, to that place, it's pretty wild. And then when you are literally doing it every single day, it starts to just become who you are. You start yeah. to just yeah. be, you know, feel grateful and, and have that come to you without you consciously having to seek it and go after it. Right. Yeah. And exactly. yeah. And that's an interesting, and you don't always have to do something about it either. Like we were talking about before. It's not like, you know, have you, you realize that, I don't know. Um, I don't know, something, something that you could change or make a difference in. Like you don't have to buy shoes or, or notebooks for every single kid in the entire world who doesn't have it, but just, you know, knowing that it's there, knowing that it exists and, mm -hmm. and paying it forward is, is really it. Yeah. For I honestly, when we can feel grateful for things, we're vibrating on a higher frequency. We're emanating that gratitude. We're emanating love. And that is just, in my mind, what is best for the consciousness of the planet. So it's like if we can be in a higher state of being as often as possible, that will do nothing but good in the world. That will do nothing but help ourselves, help the consciousness. Because if we're in a you know a state as often as possible, feeling love, and that's why spread love movement is everything, and I, and the power of love is is literally everything. When we can be in that place, and Gabby Bernstein has mentioned this before, that when we can be in that place of love or ha and happiness and gratitude, that consciousness, that the place that we're at is so important. And when we can be there, that's when the world literally will begin to change. If we can, yeah, right. Exactly. If we can all be in that, in that, and I understand it's hard and I'm not saying I'm there all the time at all. They just, just thoughts that I have. And it, it's, it's amazing thoughts. I, I honestly, that's why when, when, um, sorry, just bringing it, it back to yeah. Monty and that's that's really what propelled all of this it, it wasn't 100 percent, you know providing water mm -hmm. it was deep and i think that's what makes it different i go i i did tons and tons of research on all these different nonprofits that provide water for for various regions of the world and and we're different we're we're different because we have that other aspect to it um, which is is the the awareness component and giving kids the opportunity to to change the world and feel empowered and make a difference and I think and that that's what's really special yeah. and um, you know the other day I had someone ask if uh, we want to expand um, from Tanzania eventually and I said maybe one day um, but not any time in the near future and and my simple answer is um, before I move on to another country I want to help every single person in the area that we currently work in in Tanzania with a filter. Um, and then one day, maybe another country, but our map is different. And on our website, 
we don't have a map of the world and all the all the countries that uh, receive filters, but instead we have a map of the U.S. And I hope it continues to grow. And it's a map of all of the schools in the U.S. that are impacted by the Maji movement, who are a part of our movement, who are who are making a difference. Um, so that's our reverse map. Um, cool. I also had someone the other day ask if you know they said, um, you know, I'm a teacher, but I I actually work in a, uh, a low-income school and I just don't feel comfortable. So unfortunately I love the idea, but I, I just don't, I can't. And my, I thought about it and my, my response, I think uh, spoke volumes um, to her. She actually ended up bringing it up again in a meeting that we had. And she, so, so I said to her that I a hundred percent understand where you're coming from, but your one school doesn't have to have to raise three, four, five, six thousand dollars to make a difference. If if every student brought in one quarter and the whole school collectively raised one hundred dollars and was able to give one family a filter, there you go. You did it. The whole school and she could not let that go. I mean like she she was like, oh my God, I I can't believe I, I I didn't think about it that way. I didn't even realize I thought that we, you know, had to had to install a hundred filters to make a difference. And it's just not true. So, and you know, all those students in that, in that low income school um, should have the same opportunity to make a difference in the world as other students who go to a private school or who come from a, a wealthier background, um, because that is that, that is the, the, um, the component of the Maji movement. Mm. That's really, really what makes, what makes it us. Wow. I really, I love, I just, I love what you're doing. The whole mindset um, of the movement. It goes so, wow. You know, like every time you keep talking, just blowing my mind because it goes so much further than just providing clean water. Yeah, it's, it's a lot more than that. And, and it's, it's tough in a simple text message or a simple phone call or a simple email um, to express all that. Um, So I'm, I'm very I'm very happy that I get to do this and and share share this with the world. Hmm, wow, and that's like if you were just giving clean water, that's more than enough in itself. <laughs> but the fact that you're going just so much further uh, beyond that, um, I'm just I'm humbled and grateful that I'm even able to help one other person um, understand it and and know what you're doing so that we can know and be aware of it. And so we can support it in any way that we can. And um, it's like things like this and what you're doing is in my mind, really where our awareness needs to be brought to more often, not on the celebrity that just broke up with whoever, but on the thing, right. I know. (laughs) On the things that actually matter and that are super important. And again, I said this before, but it's like, Without without knowing about it, without it coming into our awareness, we don't know that it exists. It literally, yeah. in our reality, doesn't exist if we're not aware of it. Yep. So, yeah. Just, yeah, great that you're doing that, for real. Thank you. April, what is one thing right now in life that you are grateful for, would you say? My health. I could say that so quickly. Um, I work in medicine, and I see very difficult things. And this week has been particularly sad, actually. So um, it was very quick for me to answer that question, but I will most certainly say my health. Um, I think that that is something I certainly take for granted every day. Mm-hmm. I don't think twice about I, I, I'm just 
I'm grateful that I feel healthy and that I am healthy and that I could walk up and down stairs and that I could, you know, go, go in the ocean if I want to. And I could go for a bike ride if I feel like it. And I don't have. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. Cause it's so many times that I, and I do this, that, uh, I don't, I, I don't feel gratitude for the things that are just kind of come easy. You know what I mean? And luckily, luckily my whole life, I've been really healthy. You know what I mean? And, and literally April, I'll go on run sometimes and I'm so grateful for this too. I'll literally have like just a quick thought of like, I am so grateful that I'm healthy enough to run that I'm even yes. able to yep. do this. And, and mental health too. Yeah, um, yeah. We don't never acknowledge that as much um, because it's an invisible disease, um, but I'm grateful for my mental health. Yes, true. Huge. That's so huge too, because that is so, so less seen. And that is, I mean, equally, I don't want to say more or less, but just so, so important. So important. Yeah. Wow. I love that too. Cause honestly, when people say, talk about health, I, and I think everyone initially just kind of goes to the we physical do. for real. We do. Absolutely. Wow. April, with what you're doing uh, right now, um, what do you feel like, what do you feel like in life you want to create more of? What do you feel like your purpose is in this life? I think I am doing it. Yes. <laughs> I was, was, yes. you know, I was actually pre-med like all my life. I wanted to be a doctor. And then I was in college and I found out about the PA profession and it sounded amazing. I was like, wait, why doesn't everyone do this? And sure enough, like everyone is doing this now. Um, but it's the best of both worlds. Um, you know, there's definitely, there's definitely cons, um, but there are a lot of pros to the PA professional, uh, profession. And I, I ended up taking that route instead. Um, but the reason I'm, I'm talking about that is because I think that if I had gone the, the, um, residency path, the medical school path, I don't think that I would have been able to start the Maji movement. Mm. Um, and especially right now at this time in my life. Um, and I, I think things happen for a reason. And I think that it was a, um, a true calling and a, a blessing in my life that my path took me this way so that I could fulfill both passions in my life, um, medicine and, and, um, helping to change the world some, somehow. Yeah. It's just so happy that people like you exist for real. I'm not <laughs> so. You are really. <laughs> <laughs> for real though. Are... Oh my. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. Oh, wow. You're so cool. I want to like hang out with you and just like, honestly. <laughs> Listen, I live in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> you do live in Brooklyn right now? No, I do. Yeah, yeah. Where are you at in Brooklyn? Um, I'm in Williamsburg. Wow. When me and my fiance left the city, we were living in Greenpoint in Brooklyn. Oh, nice. I'm yeah. I'm right there. So close. Um, my, yeah, my boyfriend's actually moving to to Bushwick. So eventually, I think we're we're thinking of doing the Greenpoint um, area. We really really like it there. Yes, we loved it there. It was great. Yeah, oh. it's it's such a good uh, good neighborhood. It is. Yeah, for it, it is. And it's up and coming too. Things are changing. It's it's been. Uh, I mean, we were there. We left there f almost four years ago now. Wow. And uh, at the time, it was like growing, and it was we, we. It was great. We really loved it a lot. Yeah. Wow, April. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad we got to have this conversation. Uh, <laughs> so that I can learn more. So that everyone out there could learn more. So that we. It was stupid. 
meeting you, Justin. Amazing. And so, so we could be educated more on what's happening. And again, yep. just being more aware uh, of what's happening. Um, and hopefully, honestly, again, it'll help people really understand and realize how good you, how good we all have it for real. Yeah. Cause that is something just to in moments, stop and sit, be present and, um, express gratitude for being alive right now, for having clean water, for having a house, hopefully everyone listening and just for having, exactly. yeah, these basic things that a lot of people don't have and feeling empathy and love for those people in realizing that we're all connected and that we're all one. Really beautiful. Wow. So much, <laughs> so much love for you. Better. Um, and then April, uh, we will uh, start to, yeah, to wrap things up. Um, so one of the, okay, so one of my main goals in life that, and I, I, I said, I, I, and I will achieve, right? So it's not something that I want. And I talk about this a lot. I don't, I don't ever want to express wanting, right? Because yeah. when we express wanting to the universe, to source, to God, we are going to get that back that we want this, which is lack, which is means it's, it's not happening because it's something that we want, right? That, that is yeah. not present yet. So something in life that I, I will um, achieve is helping shift the collective consciousness of the planet to be where I know that both of us want it to be in a state of more kindness and more love and empathy and compassion and oneness. Um, I just have the vision of that world and, and pretty I, great vision. I'm, ne I'm never going to stop. Uh, and I, because I, I know that we can get there. I have so much love for everyone out there right now who's listening and the ones who, who aren't listening, everyone in the world. I have just such love for those people. I, I know that we have the ability to get to this state. Um, and it really would just be such an incredible, incredible and, and beautiful place to be. Um, so April, what do you, and you're, I mean, you're already doing it really, but what do you feel like, um, you know, you're doing now or you may do in the future to help aid in this shift to this other place? That's a good question. I, I think, um, like you said, I think that I, I'm trying, I, I definitely, definitely took a, a leap of faith here, um, to start this all was, was pretty daunting and scary. Um, but I did it and yeah, I did. really want, sorry. <laughs> no. Yeah, you did. You did it. I'm sorry. I just gotta <laughs> listen to everyone out there who's feeling fear about the thing that they want to start or launch, choose love instead of fear. I understand it's not always that easy at all, but choose love. April is an ex amazing example of that. And what can come into fruition, what you can create oh, and how you can feel. It, it's true. It, it really, really is so true. Like it, it's definitely there's, there's fear in there, but fear is the driver of, of, you know, getting out of your comfort zone and just doing something. Yes. Um, and I had so many friends in my corner and, and family in my corner just saying, do it, do it, do it. Um, but I think that to, to continue, you know, helping you and your vision and me and my vision of, of this world of a better place, which is, I think subconsciously, um, you know, you said it out loud, but I think a lot of us subconsciously think it a lot. Yeah. Um, and, and I think people feel that the only way that they can achieve this is if they have to do something unbelievably large. Um, and that is just not true. Um, and that's why I love your spread love movement is because it's the little things. 
it is the little things. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to go across the world. You don't have to go to a different country. You don't have to start an NGO. <laughs> you don't have to do like anything so large um, to make a difference. Mm -hmm. It's the small things. I mean, if somebody's having a bad day and, or if, if you just say good morning to someone on the street, you don't know. There's, um, there's a podcast or a Ted talk called the lollipop effect. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. It's really great. Um, but you don't know how your interactions with people or what you say or what you're, what you do or what your mannerisms are, whatever it is. Um, it can change a person's day or life. Um, you don't know what is going on in a person's mind. Um, they might be having a good day or a bad day. And if you just welcome them in to, to sit down at your lunch table, or if you just say, like I said, good morning to them, or if you um, compliment their teacher, um, it really, really um, makes a very big difference, I think, more than more than we could tell. So that is how I think we can we could uh, change a person's outlook on life and the, the vision of the world. Yes, April. Oh my god. <laughs> that it just it's it, it's been blowing my mind that in most situations when I ask this question, it is that response. Oh, that's great. It's it's like it's unreal and April, your response could have been bringing clean water to, you know, doing what you're already doing, which is helping in that shift. But really the catalyst, how we are going to really, really create that. You just, you nailed it. And I just, I couldn't believe in that more that it just starts with us. This just popped in my, in my mind, but I did like, I did the weirdest thing a couple weeks ago. I was sitting at, um, this like cute coffee shop in Brooklyn and I, there was this girl next to me, no idea who she was. And she was like tearful and I could hear her sniffling, but I didn't want to look at her and I didn't want to make her uncomfortable. I felt so bad. Um, but you could obviously tell she was upset and going through something. Um, and I was about to leave and I just like, couldn't get up and walk away. And oh God, I, I'm like, uh, in the moment, she was probably like, what the heck? Um, but I took a napkin and I took a pen out of my bag and I said, I'm sorry, you're sad. I hope your day gets better. And I handed her the napkin and I left. And it was so, you know, to someone it might've been so weird. And I just, I had to do it. I don't know why. But I just had to. And she could have thrown the napkin out and put it in the garbage and like moved on with her life and said, what a weirdo. Um, but if someone did that to me, I would never throw that napkin out. Right. She could have thought, oh, what a weirdo. Or she could have thought, oh, my gosh, I'm not alone in this situation. There are people around me who love me and care for me, even though I might not know them and they may be a stranger to me. And that literally... April could have changed her entire day, week, year. Yeah. And it, it did. I mean, that didn't change my life. Like I didn't, I didn't lose anything right. by doing that. I just gained something out of it by giving and by, by, by writing it on a napkin. I mean, it was, if, if I could have left and done nothing. And I, and I think that it just, I'm happy that I did because it, you never know. Exactly. I'm so happy that you did because I would bet that that really, really helped her. And then even if it didn't, who? it's okay. 
that, that was my thought in the end when I was like, should you do this April? Should you not? Should you do it? Should you not? That was my thought. Okay. Like either way, like, <laughs> right. Who, like if, if she, if she was in such a low place where, you know, that couldn't help her. It's like, I just have more empathy for her that she's yeah. that low that she wasn't able to feel any goodness from that. Right. And yeah. it's also like a healing aspect for, for you, yep. like not, not selfishly, but just in the sense where like, it made me feel good. Totally. It made me feel like I had, I had done my part and I didn't just like sit down next to this person who was sad and walk away and like move on with my day. It made me feel like I, you know, I feel you, I hear you. I, I know you're trying to be private about this. Um, but I recognize that, that you're going through something and you know, you're not, you're not alone. I'm like, that's, that's so good. So often we just want to not feel alone. We just want to feel some sort of connection to somebody or some yeah. sense of love from somebody. Yeah. And that's exactly what you did. I yeah. and yeah, love. Could be a pretty place sometimes. Say that again. New York City could be a pretty lonely place sometimes. It really, 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 really can. Yeah. Wow. I love that you. I love that you just shared that, and I love so much that you did that. And I'm sure just you sharing you. So first, you doing it could have just shifted her and changed her whole day, and now sharing it, I can guarantee you're going to inspire somebody the next time they're out and they see a similar situation, someone who's down, someone who's hurting or crying. And this, your example will inspire them to give that person a hug or just yeah. say that they love them or to drop a note or to do any of those things that they can do in order to help ha help that person have a better day. Yeah. Yes. I love that you did that. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Right. Worst case scenario, the girl throws out the note. Best case scenario, exactly. you change everything about her day. And now she went from super low to super high and feels great and feels love. It's like the what the best that can come of it is so worth trying compared yeah. to what may not come from it. Yeah. And I was going to ask you too, I'm like, how good did that feel for you, right? To be able to do that because listen, everybody, and it's not selfish at all. Giving and helping and loving feels good for us too. Feels good for the person doing it, of course. It does. Because we're in that energy, right? Literally, like we're giving, we're creating an awesome, beautiful, loving energy. You're wrapped in it. So like, of course, you're going to feel good from it. And if that, that needs to be the, like the motivator for people in some situations, do that. If you're feeling down, like if you were in the coffee shop that day and you were feeling down and low as well, and you saw that, you doing that would lift up your spirits and make you feel better. Yeah. Right. So that, that, that like showing love and kindness is just one of the most incredible things on this earth that we're able to offer because of how cyclical it is and because of how much everybody feels the goodness in it. They're not just feeling it. You're more connected to that person in the moment too, because they're also feeling it and you're sharing this moment and you're sharing this energy, which just feels so great for everybody. Exactly. Right. And it's like, when you think about it that way, it's like, why don't we do these things more often? It, like it feels. Oh, and I, it's a bit contagious too. You know, yes. I think that it feeds off people and it really creates something bigger than you even expect. Um, and I think some, sometimes the best form of healing is, is giving. Um, yes. For real. I don't know. Yeah. That's so real. Yeah, this, like, this is, talk, Justin, this is not, this is more than I expected. This is a really, really great, talk. Nice. I'm glad. I'm really enjoying it. 
as well. Ah, everybody out there right now, if you're feeling down or low or whatever, give, 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 show love to somebody, show kindness. And I promise you will start to feel better for real. And if you're not feeling great, you can DM me real quick. Let me know how you're feeling. I'll respond. Hopefully I can help in some way too. And just let you know that you're not alone. People are here for you. We love you regardless if you know it or not. Absolutely. Awesome. April, thank you so much for being here and sharing your mission. Thank you. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. Of course. And the Maji movement, please tell people where, first the site where they can find you and then also yeah. uh, anything on social media that you want to share as well. Yeah, so pretty pretty straightforward. It is themajimovement.org. Maji is spelled M-A-J-I. Um, and our Instagram account is the same, the Maji movement. Um, so yeah, please follow along. Um, if you sign up for our email list, we send out, um, and we'll put on Instagram as well, uh, monthly newsletters, um, we have all sorts of things going on on our website. Um, you can follow us on Instagram. We have really, really exciting stuff on there. Um, there's videos and pictures of our facility being built and upcoming projects and our team in Tanzania and in the U.S. and really exciting things. And um, like I said, our, our month-long fundraiser, Move for Maji, if you want to sign up for a virtual fitness class. Um, and then even bigger, um, if you are a teacher, if you know of a teacher um, that wants to get involved and get the Maji movement into their classroom, let us know. We'd love, love to hear from you. Um, we even provide any teacher who is doing this with a basic curriculum to teach their kids through PowerPoints and uh, reflection papers and all sorts of uh, stuff. Um, that'll, that'll be really great. Um, and feel free to email us at uh, the Maji movement at gmail.com as well. Awesome. Yes. Uh, and April really quickly, again, it, it's $80 to provide a uh, family with a filter for 25 to 30 years? Yeah, so it's 80 to 100. And I only say that because with transportation costs, depending on how far the village is, there's there's always like random things that go into it. But um, yeah, for up to $100, um, you could buy one water filter that supplies a household of eight up to 10 people with clean drinking water for 20 to 30 years, as long as they maintain it properly, wow. which is why we, them. which is why you educate them, right. And help them yeah. in understanding that. Wow. Yep. Okay. April, you've inspired me so much, really so, so much. Um, this isn't everyone. This isn't me doing this. This is the beauty of April and the message that she's sharing and what she's manifesting and what she's creating in this world. Um, I'm going to donate a hundred dollars to the movement. <laughs> Thank you. Of course. Um, ev- oh, very much. Of course. And everybody really quickly, that isn't like a gloat to me. I'm, I'm nobody in this situation. I'm just trying to help in any way that I can. Hopefully this will inspire you just to, to give a little bit as well. Because again, April, you've inspired me so much with what you're doing and I have such an urge to help in the movement. Um, of course, really? <laughs> of course. So I'm just like humbled and grateful, uh, that I am able to help in that way. And anyone listening, hopefully this will inspire you a little bit as well. Hopefully who April is and what she's doing, uh, and her voice and her just mind and everything will help you, uh, get to a place too, where if you want to help donate in any way that you can, We know that April uh, would appreciate it and especially the people in Tanzania who really need clean water would very, very much appreciate it. Um, This has been, of course, this is, this has been really uh, a special one. It has been uh, an honor of mine really just to be able to chat with you and and help um, 
bring more awareness to to what you're doing. Um, so again, thank you so much for being here uh, and being on the podcast. Um, and just thank you for what you're doing. And thank you to your team for all the hard work that they're putting in and the lives that they're changing as well. And it's just a really, really beautiful thing. So thank you. Thank you for giving them a shout out. Yep. I will tell them how wonderful this, this uh, interview went. It was really, really incredible. It was, it was better than I could have imagined. Um, And it's these opportunities that keep me going and keep me strong and um, just keep me very inspired. So thank you again. Yes, of course. Yes, amazing. And everybody, thank you for uh, just being a part of this episode and just being with us and, and, and being present. Uh, we love you all so much. Uh, and I can't wait to see you next time. Thanks, April. Absolutely. Bye. Thank you.